时候呢，就像咱最近新的信息 ，Set foot on the road, never travel. Let's continue on in our new sermon series, Set foot on the road, never travel. Joshua chapter two. And today our scripture can be found in Joshua chapter two. Different choice from the majority. Joshua chapter two records the story of Rahab, the prostitute, and the two spies. Look at chapter two, verse one. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. And look at the last verse in chapter 2. Then and they said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. In the first verse, we saw that Joshua had tasked the two spies to go and spy the land. And the last verse, and these two spies went back to Joshua and made a report. And the report that they gave Joshua was that the Lord surely had given the land into their hands. And how did these two spies came to that conclusion? And the content and the reason for it can be found in, in uh, verse 2 until verse 23. And what, did, uh, what does 2 to 23 tell us? It talks about the interaction between Rahab and the two spies. And during the course of their interaction, these two spies witnessed, they've heard what Rahab uh, reported to them or shared with them. And so they made a very definitive conclusion. This land belongs to us. Because the Lord had already given the land to them. How can they know? And how did they know? Because Rahab made a very special choice. What the choice that she made? She had chosen to betray her own country. Let me explain to you. Let me explain this to you. When these two spies went into Jericho, they went to the house of a prostitute named Rahab. Please remember, they were not there to look for a prostitute. Because of all, among all the places in Jericho, this was the most secure. If you have the money, everyone will go through that house. But they did not think about this. The secret agents in, uh, among the, the people of Jericho are very, very good. They're probably trained by the CIA. They immediately found out that these two persons were spies. And they were currently residing in the house of Rahab. So they immediately sent their agents to their, uh, there to arrest them. Look at verse 3. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. Imagine, Imagine if you're Rahab. 
How would you respond to this question? Yes! And you would say yes. They are here. Go and arrest them immediately. You know why? You know why? Because these two people are considered enemy of the state. They, were, they are spies. They came here to spy on our land and to try to invade our land. As, and as a citizen of Jericho, I have the responsibility to protect my own land. So she should have immediately reported these two spies to the authorities. But what's strange here, Rahab did not do this. What did she do? Verses 4 and 5. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was, it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. Rahab hid these two spies. And she said to the, the authorities in Jericho, Yes, they truly came to my place. But I just opened my door and conducted my own business. I did not know that these two people were spies. And at dusk, they left. I have no idea where they went. But it's okay. If you go after them quickly, you will surely catch up with them. You can just imagine. While Rahab was responding and saying these things, he had facial expression. Look, uh, you can just imagine her facial expression he and the tone and with which the manner in, uh, in which she spoke. She would have been very excited. If not, then how can she deceive those uh, in authority? Of course, right now, we will just set aside the, the topic of she deceiving the people, whether it's right or wrong. Later on, later on I'll try to explain this. But here, there's a bigger problem, there's a deeper problem that we need to solve. What Rahab did was to betray her own country. She's considered a traitor. This is something that nobody should, should do. She was a citizen of Jericho. Now she was helping the Jews. Just imagine. If there's a country that's planning to invade the Philippines, and as citizens of this country, if we do not help our own nation, instead we help the, the enemies, what kind of a thing is this? Why did Rahab do such a thing? Let me first give you an answer. Rahab chose to betray her country because she had a different perspective that causes her to make a different decision that led that leads to her that leads her to a different outcome. In the life of Rahab, there were three things that were different. A different perspective, a different decision, and a different outcome. That's why she made such a different uh, decision from other people. Number one, 
Number one. Let's look at her different perspective. What was that it what was it that she saw that the other people in Jericho did not see? Look at verses uh, 9 to 11. And, and said to them, I know the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did in Sihon and Og, the two kings of Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven, above and on the earth below. I want you to take special attention or pay special attention in verse 11. Rahab said to these two spies, the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. If we are to explain it in today's term, you can paraphrase it and say it, and say it as the Lord of everything, uh, the creator of everything in heaven above and on the earth below. Rahab was a citizen or a person from Jericho. From the day she was born, she would have been surrounded by so many different idols made out of uh, gold, silver, and probably wood and stone. And I believe that from her childhood until she grew up, she spent her time with her parents worshipping these idols. Until one day, she heard this news. There is a God among the people of the, uh, of, uh, the uh, among the Jews called Jehovah. And with the ten plagues, he was able to bring out the people of, of Israel out of Egypt. And miraculously parted the waters of the Red Sea. For 40 years, provided for the food and sustenance of the people of Israel with manna. And use the cloud and the pillar of fire to guide the people of Israel. And these were stories that she had heard from her grandparents. 40 years, stories from 40 years ago. But in, two but in the recent two months, she heard another news. And the people of Israel were already there at the crossing of the Jordan River. And they have destroyed, they have uh, invaded and destroyed the two kings of the Amorites. So the Jordan east of Jordan, the, the part there was already invaded by the people of Israel. And Rahab was deeply moved by these. So in her mind, she concluded that the God of Israel is the only God who created everything. So she made a decision. I would like to believe and trust in this kind of God. You know, in, among the Chinese churches, there's a very famous preacher by the name of Dr. Stephen Tong. And, she, and he made this very simple statement. 
On the surface, it looks very simple, but it's deeply profound. The true God created man, the false God is created by man. It's a very simple statement, but it is very profound. The true God is the God who created you and I. But the God created by our own hands are not the true gods. I'd like to use my mother as a, as, a, as a story, as a testimony for you. My mom came to the Lord when she was 53 years old. When I was very young, I went with my mother to the temple to worship uh, the idols. In uh, Hong Kong, the most famous uh, god is Wang Da Shen. And oftentimes we would go to the temple to, to uh, worship the idol. And in our home, we have this Toti Gong and Guan Gong in, in our home. And on the 15th and on the first day of the month, we would go and worship. And when my mom came to know the Lord uh, when she was 53, she made this announcement. I would no longer worship these idols because I would like to play, uh, use all my attention and focus on worshiping God. And, and my mom's uh, coming to know the Lord, she has this very special testimony. My mom was born after the Second World War. She's, she, uh, her education spanned only until the third grade. So after the third grade, she started working in a factory. But she developed this very bad habit. She loved to smoke. My mom never stopped smoking. She was smoking for 40 plus years. She was a chain smoker for 40 plus years. So after my mom came to know the Lord, she said to me, because during that time I, I was already a Christian, because among the family, I was the first who came to know the Lord. She said, from today on, I will not smoke anymore. You know, I had little faith. I, I was laughing. <laughs> you have been smoking for the past 40 years. How can you just say you will stop today? But from the day my mom came to know the Lord until the day she passed away, she never smoked again. Not only that, one, one day she gave me this testimony. Said, son came here. Said, Coming to know the Lord is such amazing. It's so you know, you have been smoking for the past 40 plus years. Sometimes I would not have money to buy a cigarette. When I see people smoking, I would go buy that person just to sniff on the second smoke and to feel good about it. But miraculously, after I came to know the Lord, not only do I, did I stop smoking, when I, I smelled the smoke from the cigarette, I like to vomit. I thank God. I'm not saying if you're a Christian, you should, you should not smoke. 
我唔爱啲嫁下最佢屌好先未先廿所谓人。I'm not putting、uh, guidelines for you to do as a Christian or do it or don't。屌冇冇屌冇咁啲基本事还咗冇关系。Whether you smoke or you do not smoke, it has nothing to do with your salvation。但我喺讲什么 ？But what am I trying to point out here？ 当你食主耶稣生命喺你里面嘅时阵。But when the life of Christ is in you， 你生命嘅改变。There is a transformation that will happen in your life。你是独一创造无敌万物嘅上帝。Because the God that you believe in is the God's。God that created the heaven and the earth. Rehab, we have different perspectives. Rehab had this different perspective. He saw quiet, but yet he go. 佢嘅嗰界人所跨越幻想無神。The way she looked at things is completely different from the way the people of Jericho looked at things. 請問 ，Let me ask you， 瑞亞嘅眼光嘅 insight 對到哪嚟 ？Where did she develop this insight？ 對聽嚟，對耳聆嚟，對耳啊嚟。She developed it from hearing this news。佢聽到猶太人嘅基基嘅故事。She heard about the history of the people of Israel。教會。Your church. There's a difference between hearing and listening. To hear is just to do、uh, to hear and but not pay attention. But when you listen, it goes further. It penetrates into your heart. A lot of mom would like to say to their children, "You listen or not?" Said, "Yes, I did." Said no. He said hear, but you don't listen. You hear, but you don't listen. So the mom said this, but you didn't know. It's like the mom said this, but you didn't know. It just passed through you. You no, no, bang the similar. Because you do not keep it in your heart. You need to keep God and God's things into your heart. Paul said it very Paul had this very accurate statement. Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Your church. Study God's word、uh, diligently and listen to God's word carefully. Because the Bible will give you a chance, the Scripture will give you a chance for salvation. Because God's word is our mirror. Only God's word can give you a true reflection of who you are. Rehab, Rehab, had this different perspective. And because she had a different perspective, she made a different decision. She decided two things. Number one, number one, she wanted to save the lives of these two spies. Look at verses four to six. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, "Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from." At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know where,、well, which way they went. Go after them quickly; you may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. Now the lakjat chingso lang zaya reha beginning to make a tamji bang the jige bang a ding min. And it was quite clear in verse six what Rehab did. She hidden them in uh, uh, on, on the roof. But she lied to the authorities and said that these two people, these two spies, had fled. I don't know. I'm taking the law. I don't know which they where they went. It's quite clear that she lied. Probably you have this question in your heart. 
No, is it okay for us to lie? white lie Is it okay for us to give white lies? To save other people, is it okay for us to lie? But please take note. The whole Bible. They had never praised Rahab for lying. If you are to search the whole Bible, they only praised her for her faith. Look at Hebrews 11.31. By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed and well, with those who were disobedient. By faith. By faith. The Bible praised her for her faith. In James 2.25, in the same way, was not, uh, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? They, uh, they praised, the Bible praised Rahab for her faith with actions. It is true faith. The Lord did not praise her because she lied so good, but because of her faith. If you are to look at Exodus chapter 1, there was another record there. There were two midwives there. Because Pharaoh gave this command. And, uh, she's, and Pharaoh said to these two midwives, when you deliver a child from, or a baby is from the Israelites, if it is a boy, then you have to kill the boy. If it's a girl, then you have to huh. let the girl live. But these two midwives refused to obey such a command. So, king so the king, the king Pharaoh asked her, How come you did not obey my command? And they lied. Because the women of Israel, they are very proficient in giving birth. It's like just laying egg, they're so quick. When I came to them, I had no chance. They lied. But what did the Bible tell them? The Lord blessed these two midwives. Because they revered God instead of following the unlawful command of the king. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. I'm not encouraging anyone to lie. But please remember. The motivation in everything that we do is very important. Only God knows our true motivation in doing things. So dear church, don't be quick to jump to conclusion and judge other people. Because we have no idea of the true reasons or motives behind why people do things. Only God knows. But there's this principle I want you to take note of. No one has the right to know everything you do. When other people are discussing things with you and want to know things, you have the right to just let them know part of it and not the complete thing. This is not lying. Because there, there's nobody who has the right to know everything about you. 
。你讲咁会啊 ？And you say, is it is it right? Is it true? 上帝讲嘅。This is what God says. 你讲上帝特特攞讲啊 ？Where did God? Where in the Bible did God say such a thing? 上帝对撒母耳讲嘅。And God used、uh, spoke to us to,、uh, to this through the prophet Samuel. 我哋啲上帝咁 Samuel 讲出句话。One day the Lord said to Samuel. 你记耶斯嘅奥登佢同自己家追王。Go and anoint one of the、uh, sons of Jesse as king of Israel. Samuel will be king. And、uh, Samuel refused. No, 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 no. He said no. No, what's up here? How can I go there? Now King Saul is king. Now King Saul is a 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 king. So Samuel, he Jesse got lucky hands. So when Samuel went to Jesse, it was on, or it was telling the other people that he was there to offer sacrifice. But Samuel chose not to hang Daisy. But Samuel did did two things. Yes. Yes. First, he truly did offer a sacrifice. Second, he ordained David as a king. At the second, at the same time, he ordained David as a king. Samuel only kept John Segalang. Samuel only let the whole nation know the first thing. Okay, handje offering. I went there to make an offering. That's the one who gave ordain king. He did not let other people know that he went there to ordain a king. Yeso gong chikuwe. And Jesus said, "You gong kido toa, kido toa. You're Christians. In this world, it's a very frightening world. In this world, it's a very frightening world. It's a very frightening world. So you have to have this principle. Lingqiao, please remember, draw a line from the beginning. You must be shrewd as a snake and innocent as a dove. This is a principle in which we have to live by. So may the Lord help. But we have made this very clear decision. I want to save these two spies. But on, on the, in reality, there's a deeper meaning and there's a deeper reason for this. Rehab wanted to save the lives of her whole family. Look at verses、uh, 12 and 13. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign. That you will spare the lives of my father and my mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belongs to them,、uh, belong to them. That you will save us from death. Rehab is not a very selfish person. Rehab was not somebody who is very selfish. She was not betraying her country for the sake of betraying her country. For the sake of betraying her country. Because she knew. There is only one true God. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the only、uh, way to save Jericho is to worship this king.、Uh, this Lord,、uh, this God, rather, there's no other way. So she made this decision. She would like to save those people around her. Her parents, her siblings, and every everything and everybody who belongs to these people. So she made this plea 
uh, among uh, uh, towards the two spots. Not only will uh, she's asking for her own salvation, save those people around me. And how did these two spies respond to her? As Rahab was uh, lowering them down with this red, uh, red rope or red twine, and the two spies said, When we entered your land, you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought, uh, unless you have brought your father and mother and your brothers and all f- your families into the house, if any of them go out outside your house into the streets, their blood will be on their heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. These two spies said, Okay. Okay. There's this principle that you need to take note of. Everyone who remains under your roof will be saved, and all those who are outside your roof will not be saved. Rahab knew one thing. Everyone outside will surely die. There's only one place. Her own place. Because outside my house, there's this scarlet cord. This is a sign. When the Israelites see this as a sign, they will not attack this house. So those who are in that house will be safe and they will be uh, they will have safe refuge. Okay, imagination. Just use your imagination. What will she do? By faith. She has to go to her parents' house and to tell her parents about this situation. There is no hope for our nation. Our gods cannot win over the God of Israel because He is the one true God. Come to my house. And this is the only solution or the only way for you to be saved. So she had to go to her siblings' house and do the same thing. By faith, she had to do such a thing. Because this is such a very dangerous thing to do. You know what did the Bible tell us? This is a story of the cross. When Jesus was on the cross uh, and he was crucified there, uh, she, he shed blood for you and for me. Those who are in Christ will be saved. There's no other way. The whole world. There's no place that you can find a safe place. Only this place. It's not in the church. But in Christ. Inside the The building building of the church. This is not a safe place. But this is a place for worship. We want to be saved. Each one of us has to be in Christ. There's no other way. Rahab Rahab made this decision because she loved her parents. She loved her siblings. She loved her friends. And she does not did not want any one of these uh, people to to be uh, destroyed. And all of us can be like Rahab. Maybe we are saved. 
But how about our relatives? How about people around us? We have this responsibility. We have to be the messenger of the good news and to spread this good news. May the Lord help us. The third, because she made this a different decision, she had a different outcome. She had two outcomes. Number one, number one, Rahab's whole family was saved. When Joshua brought the whole uh, Israel to attack Jericho, she, uh, he called out these two spies. And he, and he made this uh, 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 command to them. Look at verses 22 and 23. Joshua said to these two men who had spied out the land, go into the prostitute's house, bring her out and all who belong to her in accordance with your oath to her. So the young man who had Gone, uh, who had done the spying, went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. When the spies went to the house of Rahab, she, uh, they discovered one thing. The parents were there. The siblings were there. Her relatives were there. Oh, Rahab! Because of her decision, she was able, able to serve uh, save her whole clan. Because in verse 6, in the, in the future, we will be discussing chapter 6. And chapter 6 is the story of how this, uh, the town of Jericho was, was destroyed. It's not a work of man, but a work of God. But I want you to understand one thing. When a person makes a different decision, choice rather, and that choice can become a blessing to others. This world, this world needs somebody to make a different decision or a different choice. And because of that different choice, other people will be blessed by the Lord because of it. And Rahab made that choice. And because of the choice she made, she was able to save her whole clan. How about you? Are you willing to make a different decision, a different choice? About 165 years ago, there was a civil war in the United States between the North and the South. The South lost and the North won. Because of that civil war, uh, and the result of the civil war, the, the African Americans were declared free. But in reality, in the past uh, six, 165 years, there are a lot of places in the United States and, and other places where there's still no equality between the two different races, including the church. There was an Episcopalian church uh, in the south. One time during their worship service, there was an African-American who went and worshipped there. 
And all the Caucasians there were, were very agitated. And the church leaders said to the ushers, observe this African-American. If he starts to act up, then drive him out. But uh, good thing, <laughs> he just sat quietly there, listening to the sermon. He did not do anything. So after the worship service, it was a time for communion. If you go to an Episcopalian church, that uh, when, when they uh, conduct communion, everybody has to come forward. That African American was the first person in front. He went to the front. And he knelt there. And he was ready to take the communion. And all the white uh, people there were very angry. Nobody dared, uh, they, nobody wanted to stand up. Suddenly, a very respected person among the community stood up. And he went to the front and everybody was observing him and, and to see what he was uh, about to do. They thought that he was going to drive that person out. But they did not, uh, they did not believe what they saw. This highly respected white person came to the front and knelt with that black person and said, Brother, let's observe the communion together. You know who that person was? General Robert Lee. He was one of the most famous generals of the South, General Robert Lee. Because of that incident, it changed the whole worship service. May the Lord help us. We need people to make a different choice. And because of that choice that we will make for the Lord, other people will be blessed. And there was another conclusion from her decision. Rehab became Jesus' ancestor. Look at Matthew 1, 5 and 6. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rehab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King David. Rahab was a despised prostitute. Because of her fate, by faith, she was able to save the two spies. And she, she entered into the Jewish church. This is a saying, a tradition among the Jewish people. Later on, Rahab married one of the two spies. Then um, among the two spies was Salmon. Salmon was one of the two spies. I have, I have no idea, I have, I have not checked the veracity of this tradition. But regardless, and through Salmon, Rahab gave birth to Boaz. And Boaz, through Ruth, gave birth to Obed. And Obed gave birth to Jesse. And Jesse was the father of King David. Rahab became the great-great-grandmother of King David. And she became one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ. Imagine. Just imagine. 
一个对不住，我你讲一个记录，唔是跨境的，这个只有业工作。I don't know why 个，但是伊这个 profession 啊。I'm not here despising this、uh, prostitute, but people look down upon prostitute. 但是。But, but by by faith, she attained such glory. In the same way, all of us are sinners. We are saved by God. And we have been saved from the judgment of sin. And we become we became the child of God, a child of God. This is God's amazing salvation、uh, given to us. And the only thing that we need to do, we need to make a choice. Just like how Rahab made a choice, a choice that's completely different and a decision that's completely different from others. Your choice. Not only will it give blessing for yourself, your your choice will become a reason and a source of blessing to people around you. May the Lord bless you. Let's pray. Let's pray. Dear God and Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today, for the worship service, for the induction of our、uh, new deacons. Lord, thank you for the church. Thank you, Lord, for your message, reminding all of us that we need to see things from your perspective. We need to make a choice for you, and because of the choice that we make, we will become a source of blessing to other people. Lord, help us to be that source of blessing. Help us to be able to have the courage to make a different choice for you, Lord, because all of Those who are in you will be safe, because all of those who belong to you will not be put to shame. Lord, we place ourselves into your hand. We want to live for you. We want to do things for you. Continue to guide us and continue to bless us in this new year, Lord. This is our prayer with thanksgiving in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.